Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world, even traveling in the comfort of your RV. We're not an RV. We're actually here in East Taiwan, in Taitung, and we're actually traveling around Taiwan. You could actually do it in an RV, but we're actually doing it on... Uh, they call it the HSR, which is the high speed rail. It's the super fast train that goes all the way down the Western Taiwan. And then we'll be doing some regular trains and some buses. So, uh, and I haven't seen many people RVing here in Taiwan. So I'm not sure if it's a thing here yet. Uh, but on today's episode, uh, we actually have uh, quite a famous RV couple. They are the founders of RV to Freedom. Um, so, RV of Freedom, RV of Fre RV to Freedom, RV to Freedom, and uh, their names are Karenza and Brendan, and they're actually joining us from, ironically enough, the world capital for RVs in Indiana, and we're going to be finding out all about Brendan and Karenza's backstory, how they got into uh, RVing. They've actually been doing it for almost five years, and they've almost visited all 50 states, so it's quite incredible over the last five years what they've accomplished, and of course, they're, they're going to be talking about how they're able to sustain it, and also, if you guys are considering RVing, we're going to have some great tips, advice, and strategies on how you guys can also make your RV dreams come true, and I love interviewing RVers, and uh, it's been probably about 20 episodes since I've uh, last interviewed uh, RV family or RV couple. So super excited to bring back our friendly RVers, our uh, RV family here on the show. So Brandon, Karinza, uh, how are you guys doing over there in beautiful Indiana today? Good. We're yeah, we're doing <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good to hear. Good to hear, guys. Uh, so we always start off with the show uh, by getting to know our guests. And uh, before we do, I just wanted to say there might be a little bit of Wi-Fi lags and hiccups, but hey, life as a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. So uh, we're going to roll with it and literally roll with it. And uh, we're going to uh, find out all about uh, the backstory. Uh, so we'd love to hear, uh, how did you guys uh, decide uh, to start your RV adventure uh, five years ago? Tell us about the backstory, the origin story, your reason d'etre, the why, the purpose. Trace it back, trace it back. Let's hear it. Well, let's see, it was started maybe about seven years ago. Yeah, it's about yeah. seven. About seven years ago, we were living around New York City. New York, Brandon, we lived in Jersey, was working in New Jersey. And, and um, you know, living there and having to commute to doing everything and take everywhere and we weren't from the area to begin with um we we wanted to do something else we wanted to get away we want to be so connected to the city all the time <laughs> and we were our families didn't live anywhere near us and we actually hadn't we moved to different on the u.s anyway we moved a lot we lived in san diego we lived in dallas we lived in georgia so um time we were never in our families so visited we were taking road trips most of the time yeah. because we would bring our dogs <laughs> and so we didn't fly with them we would just drive and then when we were living around new york we were we started actually camping a lot more yeah and every, pretty much every weekend get out to the woods and and enjoy that and we started seeing all the other rvs out there and started thinking like how could we live out here like all these are we can look at how can we make the money to live yeah. in it 
we realized that we between the road trips to uh, to go visit family even did a for our 10th anniversary mm -hmm. we flew out to california and we rented a car and drove up the coast so this whole idea places was something that always made us really happy and we decided that we wanted to try to capture that all the time rather than fit it in or um, take two weeks of vacation which had to be split you know among different <laughs> times and different families it took us a, a couple of years before we actually pulled the trigger at first we were thinking well what if we just did it for a year but it's really life to kind of just do it for a year and I think people say they want to do it for a year just because they don't sound crazy to their friends and family when they say it like people on the road that are for a year we're like sure you'll sure. you're not you'll be out here we'll see you um but yeah so it took a year to kind of table the idea and then we came back to the idea and then we kind of went full force on it and uh, got it going not only did you get it going, but you kept it going. And, uh, you know, into the future, too, you're going to be continuing to yeah. go. And, uh, you know, I love your whole uh, uh, statement about the one year. That was exactly what we did uh, when we left our hometown of Vancouver, BC, Canada. We told everyone, we're like, okay, we're just going to try this for a year and see how it goes. If you don't like it, we'll come back. Well, here we are. We've actually been at it for like a year and a half. And we have no plans of stopping. Uh, we love travel so much. And it's... Uh, you know, it's so enriching and uh, it's even cheaper, you know, to, to actually travel than it is to pay a mortgage in your home, hometown. Uh, so there's so many incredible benefits to travel. And I can see why people say they're going to travel one year and then you see them five, ten years later and they haven't stopped. They might adjust and, you know, adapt to circumstances, but it's so hard to stop once you get the travel bug. So tell us about the five years uh, in terms of uh, you guys decided to leave. Um, and then tell us about this journey to, uh, to actually make it happen, right? From deciding to actually doing it. And then, you know, the five years, you've got to compress it down into a, a few minutes. I don't know if that's possible. You have a whole blog dedicated to this. But if you want to compress the five years into some of the highlights over the last, uh, you know, five years, if you like. Okay. Well, so the, the time from when we decided to do it, between that tabling and when we actually said, okay, we're going to do this and started looking at what we needed and how we were going to do it. And we basically gave ourselves a year. Um, but during that time, my dad actually was diagnosed with cancer. So of leaving to go take off and travel, what we decided to do was after that, we moved to Indiana um, when I grew up. And so my um, parents were living around Indianapolis and we decided to go live there for and we did that instead. But because we had already planned our lives to be mobile, we could do that. I didn't care my job um, yeah. to work locally. Uh, we already planned to be mobile and nomads. So we were still, Yeah, so the first was figuring out how we could afford to pay for all of this. And so the plan was that I would start building both designers. So we both did product design. Um, so I was going to quit my job, start building up freelance work. Once not 
go. It so happened that once I started telling people I was going to leave and I was going to RV and I was going to do this thing, then, you know, someone would hear opportunity somewhere and they would say, and so I quit my job on a Friday and I got super lucky that I started a contract on Monday wow. and that kind of for you. So that made it easier to kind of go to Indiana. They, they knew from day one that I was doing an RV thing and it felt really nice. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we, we stayed here we stayed in Indiana for a year. And then when that we took off, which probably was easy, honestly, to do it in Indiana because there's more space out here to store an RV yeah. and started. Our first RV, we had desk convert in a custom desk and everything so again an rv indiana is where rvs come from and that's where all the rv people are and there's cabinet makers everything so we were able doing it in new jersey right near new york city would have been a huge pain just because there's no storage lots and there's it's hard to drive around so yes this is this is a lot cheaper and so yeah we we made it work for us made it a a workspace that worked for us and then we took off and we started East Coast. Um, we visited family. Like I said, we had not lived near family except for that year we went back to Indiana. And time with them. Uh, we got to know our niece and nephew pretty well. They really know us more than they did because, you know, we would just come in at Christmas time. We also hit up some places that we always wanted to go. Like we both vacationed in Florida, but we'd never been to the Keys. So that was like our big first stop was like, let's go do the Keys. Right. Um, but that was terribly expensive that first year out to do that. But we got to. Um, and yes. We could stay there in the RV for a while too. So that was nice. And then we, we just started. And then we finally headed west. We time, um, well, even that year, some of our favorite places, I'd say, were like uh, Burlington, Vermont, because, you know, it's in the summer when the snow is gone, there's so much happening. Mm -hmm. Green around, and the mountains are there, and it was lots of festivals and lots of stuff happening. And then we went and we um, sometimes we'll take an area mm -hmm. and really explore it for a while. So we had um, Colorado one summer. Yeah, we'd, we'd never been there. We'd only seen it in pictures. And so we spent the whole summer in Colorado just bouncing around all the different areas in Colorado and, and really got to know it well. And, and we in Colorado in the summertime, we would, you know, that's, if, it, if we ever had to have a plan of how to settle down in the U.S., it would be something in Colorado that we'd summer and that we would take out winter time. Right. And then those first couple of years though were were really about the sites we wanted to see because when you being it's like oh I want to go all these, but then meeting people, and then the last few years it shifted from places you want to go more to people you want to meet up with. Places that we want to go, but. But now it's like, oh, well, you're going to be there. Well, I'm, I'm going to go there because you're there. Or, you know, I'm going that way. Then we'll meet somewhere. And, and that's what's really kept it going. I think if we were just still going just to see things, it, it gets a little bit monotonous. It's like, oh, okay, there's 
there's a waterfall. There's another ocean. Which sounds very jaded. I know, it's so, it's so bad. It but sounds very jaded. And then there's still, so, I mean, still that's a way. You start to become, because it becomes part of your normal life. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that stuff, it's like you've got to look and remember things. But when you're experiencing it with other people or, you know, you're getting to go with good friends, it's it becomes a lot more fun. Yeah. And even when mm-hmm. with people, you know, friends of yours or people that haven't been, so you can kind of see it through their eyes again, too. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, shared experience is more fun. So we have a lot more um with people now and that's kind of what what it's morphed into which is funny because when we lived in the city and we worked with people occasionally mattered and there was never any pressing issue to meet with people so it was like well we'll just hang out next week or we'll hang out next month or whatever and it just keeps getting pushed off but in the art like if you're within 100 miles of each other you, you you should go see them because you might not see them for another year or two <laughs> So then in the last couple of years, our, um, that contract ran its and end eventually. It went a lot longer than we thought it would. And we started up this RV to freedom because now we've been RVing enough. We've got a real good handle on it. We've, we've had a few different RVs and we, we've made a lot of mistakes. Just, you know, things you don't know when you're getting into it up costing you a lot of money and time and frustration and so we started rv to freedom to help people do what we make the same mistakes we know have made and get out there just a little bit more smoothly and and get out there a little easier yeah i'm so glad you guys brought up the mistakes too because uh you know typically what you see on social media you don't see those mistakes. You see the good stuff, the happy faces, the beautiful landscapes. And uh, one of the things we like to do on a podcast is to showcase the struggles and challenges and difficulties of life on the road. Um, you're going to have struggles and difficulties if you're living in a suburb, if you're in an RV, if you're traveling around the world, there are going to be struggles. Uh, so I'd love to, uh, for you guys to maybe share some of those difficult times um, over these last five years. I know there's probably a stack load of them, but uh, maybe you can share one or two that come to mind. Uh, any of your struggles you want to share with us today? I would say, first of all, that we do have, I'm still like nothing compared to our previous life it's still or it. maybe not compared different, it's, you know. it's different and we don't see them because we enjoy our life yeah. and traveling so much and our whole so life even is the, more flexible exactly yeah. it's more flexible and those things are like oh those are terrible terrible things to happen it's like it rolls off our back a little easier now but i mean we've definitely we've definitely had and this is our second full-time RV, and our first one was, it had a lot of great qualities and was beautiful stuff, but it's issues. And so there were a few times where we had to pull over on the side of the road, piece over the 
the entire we had body panels of the RV like body panel it was, yeah it was yeah. it was just dangling in the wind and hit somebody or flew off and we couldn't find it we'd be we'd be in trouble so we'd be out there on the side pulled off into a and Brad always keeps these random pieces of metal in, in the RV and he'd be trying to screw it in there and yeah. and um and and that and we had to like do a whole thing where we redid the bottom of our RV. We didn't know what we were looking at. We didn't know what to expect in RVs, and we ended up buying an RV that it had another thing of just not knowing what an inspector should have looked for in the first place, and and realizing that his report he gave us was really not good inspection. It just, but, it was, yeah. and so we are, didn't know the problems that it had. Yeah, I mean, it, the bottom was pretty much rusted out, and it had water damage in the roof, and it, so a very expensive RV. It was a big 40-foot, it was a bus, basically, a big 40-foot diesel RV, and it was expensive for us to finally just that. It wasn't the right RV for us just to fit the travel style we had. Then also it had these other issues that kept us from putting solar panels on and stuff. Want to put them on a that. And so when it came time to get out of it, it cost us a lot of money to get out of it and sell it to a dealer and just our hands of it. Next RV. But we've had some RV challenges that have, you know, been time consuming and expensive. And then we have other like logistics the bank mailed a form to our mail forwarder and we didn't sign the form in time and then the bank closed our account. And so, and then we're heard the bank. So for three days in one week, we were driving an hour down to a, a branch of the bank forms, open a new thing. And it's just those weird nomad problems of, well, I don't live in the state that, you know, that I'm registered in gets then we've had I'm trying to think of other other issues we have there's just always little things that are tricky healthcare is really tough for us because in the US healthcare is is set by state and we're not that we we need to make sure we have healthcare that covers us all over the country and and the plans change every year, and so you might be covered all over the country here, and then the next. It's this game of finding where you can get health care and how to get it and which ones are going to work for you. And so we've had some issues with that. We had to move to make sure that we can keep health care coverage. And then there's some rumblings right now about voting rights for RVers that live in the state that they're in. So it's just things that we are always having to pay attention to and stay on top of and, you know, make sure that we're still allowed to do the things we should be able to do in the country. And you guys seem like such an amazing couple, but I know you guys fight as well. Any married couple fights, any dating couple fights. So <laughs> I want to hear about the love on the road. How do you guys keep your relationship strong? Because you look at the divorce rate, it's like epidemic at 50% plus. And of course, if you guys are living in such tight quarters, uh, I would assume it's even harder because you don't have the, the man cave or you don't have the, the girly time that you can just uh, 
you know, uh, be healed from each other. And, you know, like, tell us a little bit about that. The dynamics of being married, living in a close, confined space, the fighting, the forgiveness. Walk us through the marriage and how that's been over the last five years. <laughs> okay, well, you're right. We are in a smaller space. And, yeah, actually one another. I mean, I can go in the bedroom and shut the door. Not everyone has that depending on if what size their RV is, but it's a little pocket door. Um, we learn to use outside space too as RVers. And all the alpha room, we have the space in front of it um, is our like patio. It sounds like you're outside stomping around. <laughs> <laughs> People do, they tend to um, try to take time for themselves and, and go take a walk on their own. People like to go see movies on their own. Um, especially if you're not used to living with your we have issues but i think we're lucky in that we have been together a lot and that year before we home and working home so we're a lot more we're used to it you know used to being around together at this point where work separately and live together and done that for 40 years all of a sudden when they're 24 seven, they're like, uh, yeah, deal with it. But they, it's a matter you, of finding the things, finding right. something to do. You know, yeah. Go, you do adapt yeah. and you have to forgive quickly. There's, you don't want to stay mad at each other and have this cold shoulder thing going on like a week. Yeah. You just can't, you can't separate that quote you can't like be out of each other's lives and like and then be in separate rooms for that long it doesn't work i think also and we, you have to travel yeah well that's what i was going to get to is we have to rely on most of the time we're not near people we know we're not in places we know so if we hate each other then you know we're kind of all of a sudden you're alone because <laughs> here that you know and so we rely on each other a lot for taking care of the rv i will say though if you are kind of the knockdown couple already getting in an rv is not going to help you no um it's just probably going to amplify issues because there's lots of things to be annoyed about you know being in the rv and communicate back and forth if you can't communicate then you just end up yelling at each and other that's the key is communication yeah yeah, you yeah. have to keep communication thing that comes up and make sure that you guys are on the same page. Yeah. Because, yes, the, if you don't have that communication and yeah, you can run into something and who gets blamed for that, mm -hmm. you know, and each other, you're going to blame each other. And if someone's hooking up something while the other person, yeah, you could put a slide out and hit someone in the head because you're not paying attention. It's just it's not that serious, but it's, there's a lot of things that can amplify annoyances in an RV and we want them to, so that you can get frustrations from stupid things breaking. But if you let them, why did you 
piece of junk and that thing's breaking all the time and I hate this. You know, that's not a good life. You know, you really got to be able to be like, oh, okay, we're broke today. All right, we'll fix it and just kind of and, and deal yes. with it. Yeah, and, and just even with trip planning, make sure that you guys are on the same page and you have the same idea of headed where you're because you want to make sure you're you're addressing each other's needs so no one's getting resentful or anything yeah. <laughs> be a bad situation just comes down to communication and being open and when you do have those conflicts that you work through it hold on to that in this environment it you can't let it fester it will not be good and you'll be off the road yeah Awesome. Solid tips. Solid tips. Thanks for sharing. Uh, definitely importance of communication, forgiving quickly, uh, having that personal space, uh, going for walks, all that is healthy relationship advice, no matter where in the world you are. So great advice there, guys. So I'm curious to know about the blog. So you, you launched this blog called RV to Freedom. You also have a Facebook group and a community where you're really empowering uh, other people to start their own RV to Freedom journeys. Tell us about the blog. Uh, in terms of when did you start it up and what are the major themes and topics you guys write about and cover on and feature on your website? Well, it's really, the, the real strong point is the, the Facebook group, the RB to Freedom Facebook group. And what it's meant for a lot of Facebook groups out there for RVing, but they tend to be for people who are already RVing. And when it's asking a lot of sarcastic remarks, because people get tired of answering them. And so we wanted to create a place where people felt comfortable talking about the new parts of our, your tanks, like really basic stuff that all RVers learn eventually, that full-timers learn eventually, but that transitioning, like we were just, um, and then we have the um, rvtofreedom.com website where we post resources of, you know, different and different tires, all kinds of things that RVers need to know, tools that we use to make our lives easier on the road. And then we have some articles about aspects of the life. So all of that is kind of trying to help people mm -hmm. do this more smoothly. Right. It's trying to help people that want to RV spend a lot of time in the RV because we have part-timers also that may have a home base, but they go out for a few how to get started, how to get out there and do it um, so that you're not learning the hard way. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of times people, they won't RV and they start figuring out how to RV. And yeah. what we really like, what we really want is for people to find a RV so that Stan Wake and all the different, compromises you make in the RV depending on what you want to do and, and help people really choose the right tool for the it's it's a tool to get you where you want to go because the travel is what you're after and and that's where we kind of that mistakes if you're going to full-time you need this kind of RV and so we went and bought that kind of RV and then we found that that wasn't the kind of thing we wanted right big and we couldn't fit into the same places that our friends were going to and, and that's that we wanted to be and where we yeah. went then the situation's different you've got families you've got solos you've got couples 
you got people that travel frequently, you've got cities and want to be in the country. So there's, there's a lot of different requirements and there's a lot of different RVs and, and that's just one small part of your banking insurance, your driver's license, voting, all of that. Like, well, how do you do that if you don't have a house and a house? Um, so we, all of that information. And then what we did is we wrapped all of that up into the course that we sell. So that's, that's one of the ways we is with our road to full-time RVing course where we, we help future nomads smoothly transition into full-time RVing. Yeah. We to make the same mistakes or spend a year or more trying to pull together all the information they mistakes yeah. and not know if they and know then blow thousands of dollars like yeah. getting the wrong thing or buying something that's not right or setting their domicile up realizing oh, I can't get <laughs> kinds of, of weird things that can happen um, so yeah that's the big that was kind of the big full circle on it so there's the big free questions and talk we moderate it heavily to make sure that there's not those sarcastic responses. We want to make sure you feel comfortable questions. But that community, the community we've built in RV to Freedom and the Facebook group is so helpful and so nice. It's like the nicest RV group on Facebook and they've left other ones because we've really tried to make it somewhere that's open, willing to, share with others and people will help each other out. Mm -hmm. They're already meeting up as friends and meeting each other on. And that's too. Yeah, we, we, I think we, we did a good job and we got lucky too that we set a good tone in there and, and people follow it every now and then there's a little flair. We have nice moderators that are, and we get in there too and check it out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the whole RV to freedom, you know, environment starts with the big public group and it works its way all the way down to the course if you if you really want to go for it and learn everything you need to know about it awesome thanks for sharing uh, you mentioned the course and uh, you know I think one of the the big roadblocks uh, so to speak I love these little uh, you know, the roadblocks and getting stuff going on the road etc so in terms of the, one of the major roadblocks to getting people started is the finances right a lot of people like uh, they put the finances as a block saying oh until I figure out the finances, I can't start, I can't start, I can't start, and they believe it, right? So how can they start when the money side of things isn't right? And uh, tell us a little bit about the money side of things for you guys, and I, I know you've probably had some ups and downs, like all nomads have in terms of the finances, so walk us through the financial journey in terms of what you guys have done, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what advice and tips would you give to others based on your mistakes and also based on your successes? <laughs> Well, my style has changed as much as being a planner and everything, but there's some of that stuff that we still like to plan up for your financials up front because it's very easy to blow through your money and when you start traveling and trying to... You may not be someone that eats out all the time, but if every new city you're in has the restaurant you need to try, then all of a sudden you're eating all the time. We tell people though that 
the money side of RVing is something you should figure out. Yes. Before and you that's RV. What, right. That's yeah. what you should figure out ahead of time because although it might look like a cheaper lifestyle, people think, oh, I can save all this money coming and are paying. It can, but you have to intentionally set it to be that way. And it depends on how you, what your habits are in your life. And I have to change habits um, because if you are traveling all the time and eating out and you know, you're moving every few days, that's going to a lot more than it would be to be living in one place if you had a house or an RV. Mm -hmm. you know? You'll be blowing through fuel. You'll be blowing through higher campground. You know, doing off-grid camping. There's a lot of lifestyle changes you have to make to really bring those costs down like some of, some of the things you see. <laughs> the other thing too is once all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, there's everything to do. Like I want to go hike this mountain and I want to go see that park and I want to go there the idea of working on a resume or a website or doing work, it, it just doesn't happen. There's too many distractions. So to do the boring stuff up front so that Before you're you get set on up, the road. you can have more fun because here is not very fun either because you're, right. you're just, you know, everything costs money and you have to have a place for your. Hey, is to save money yeah. and do that because as we transition from um, having that contract into our own hustle, um, a few things, but we were trying to save money that way. And we did a lot more boondocking, which is living off grid. And that's the West. So mm -hmm. we were boondocking in the winter in the desert, which a lot of people do, even if they have fun, <laughs> they just. Did, yeah, I mean, we they, do it because we, we, we like it, they enjoy but we also. It. It helped us cut a lot of. It's quiet out there, yeah. and it's nice. You can be with friends, but yeah. yeah, it's it's just a way that allows us to actually save money too. But even a lot of people really want to do it and run all your computers and live pretty normally. We already had to put some good money in the RV to right. up for solar power, put a batteries in it, and that was a thing. Again, it was that planning ahead. You know, well, in the future, this contract's not going to be here. Let's set up want to live really cheap we can't mm -hmm. and there's other there's other ways to do yeah. it as well through membership programs and stuff too you just have to understand the lifestyle shift you know and then they camped next to the ocean and next to rivers and lakes and in these beautiful and, and manicured these big, spots yeah, all the time spot with a bunch of activities that's a whole different budget in the desert for free and, it, and it's just a different thing to understand so yeah. This is something we, we actually do get into all this financial stuff. We are, we're actually creating a free like mini course on like how to get started with it and what RVing have a better idea I'm getting into this. It is like a big concern for everyone. And when you're trying to figure out on the road, it's like, I don't even know what to look at or yeah. what to think about. So this is all these different parts, RVs, and then what it is. Like. In our, there's, it's different for everybody. You know, it can cost $10,000 a month. It can cost $2,000 a month. It's yeah. all in your choices you make and the lifestyle you want to live and you're comfortable with. And so 
that's a big part of it. We, we don't like to like pigeonhole it, but yeah, we, 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 uh, transition from the, the contract to working for ourselves and, and doing some other things was a little tough because we were on the road, but we had, we knew it was coming. We had been saving money. So we were on savings mm-hmm. and, and we had started building the course before the contract ran out. And then as the contract was, and, and the course isn't our only form of income. It's, it's just, you'll find that people that are self-employed on the road tend to have many hustles, different things, which is good because you're a little more diverse. And, you know, if one dries up, you can put more energy into the other one and build it up. So we have that. And before, so I started doing online marketing uh, with a company, online marketing company with my friend, and she does websites, and I was doing social media landing pages and all this type of stuff for that. And, and then I'm doing some design for drawing maps for hospitals, all the floors for hospitals. Just okay. using, I was a watch designer. I designed wristwatches, but I don't identify as a watch designer as a motto i i manage motto so um but i don't identify as a watch designer um i'm a designer how to use these tools where else can i use these tools so now i'm drawing maps for hospitals and it's mm. you know it's it's work it pays money and and i don't mind the work it's for my like if I was in New York and I was stuck doing this, I might be resentful of this kind of work, but because I don't care, you know, my, my life, my travels are my life and my job pays for my travels. And and so whatever the job is, I'll do it as long as it's paying for my travels. At the same time, we're on that online marketing uh, company I have, we focus on travel and the RV industry because we love it. And that's why we, we love it. We want to help others be able to enjoy it. So, and the other thing that we do is we work with a, a, one of the biggest RV clubs, content strategy and their blog and getting all of this information up. And because that's what we, we want to do we yeah, we... here and it's enjoyable because it's something that we, we enjoy doing. We love RVing. So we're kind of bringing that in on RVing and BRV <laughs> right. people now, so, which is so funny from where we started. Because when we started, we wanted to travel out there, but we still didn't want to be RV people. Like we wanted to make sure our RV had a certain look to it, and we had a certain perception. And we were doing this because you know we wanted to. Travel. But you start getting out here, and you meet the people, and we've met so many different people that we never would have interacted with normally, just because the people we worked with and the, where we live now it's like that was so stupid the way we were before and now there's so many different people and we don't care what the rvs look like or where'd you go what are you great you know and I'm, I'm looking out the window there's this little like 1980s dodge van over there i'm like man i want that like he could go anywhere and we're in this big mo- yeah, so it's fun how um, perceptions change and, and the things you thought were important aren't so important anymore. Totally, totally, yeah. Definitely uh, your perspective, your mindset, your paradigms, 
everything changes when you hit the road. And I'm so glad you brought up the whole multiple streams of income approach because most of the guests I've had, uh, you know, interviewed over 450 guests so far, and almost all of those 450 have some kind of multiple streams of income model. They might have like their 80-20 rule where they're making 80% of their uh, money to 20% of their work, or they might have like a remote job, but usually most of them have some kind of side hustle. It might be online courses or private coaching, consulting, affiliate marketing, doing things like what you guys are doing, some marketing and design. So uh, we haven't had a watch designer though, so that's, that's something new. <laughs> Brandon, you're definitely being the first watch <laughs> On a podcast, so I think far. I may have been the only RV watch. Well, except for me, yeah. <laughs> I think we were the only RV watch for a few. Years. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your claim to fame. There you guys go. So I'm curious, <laughs> uh, what does the future hold? Uh, this is the question I love to ask my guests because most um, nomads are not even sure what next week holds. But in terms of uh, from now to the end of the year and into 2019 and beyond, tell us a little bit about your vision, the vision for the future in terms of your travel, your business, um, RVing, and more. Tell us about what does the future hold for you guys? Well, when you say next week, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, we do have an uh, overarching plan that we actually have come up with a little bit for travel this year. But as of tomorrow, I don't know where we are. No, yeah, we check our, out of this park and we don't know where we're going <laughs> Oh, yeah, we haven't made plans. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little funny because, yes, we're totally like that. But um, this year, we, we actually want to go to Canada a little bit. A lot of people end up heading west in Canada, but we're actually going east. And we're going to head towards Montreal for a bit and then drop back down and... And we're going to be leaf peepers and go see the fall colors yes. of leaves. Yeah, she's going to make me leaves all south as they change. Um, we'll be in, in December, we'll be in Savannah, Georgia. That's where my family is. And we'll be hosting a, a convergence, but it's a rally for the RV club that we work for. But we'll be doing that as volunteers because we like doing it and it's fun. <laughs> um, and then next year, we haven't outlined it, but what this last year or so because we've been working so much trying to set everything up has been more kind of just meandering around trying to stay really cheap and then or going following friends following friends that, just kind know. of doing what other people are doing not really being deliberate and i don't everything out in goals like let's go to Portland, Oregon and Astoria and like the Pacific Northwest, or let's go to Alaska. Let's do something like we have. And then everything in between we'll figure out as we go. Um, and even national parks, you'd think being RVers for five years, we've actually had a lot of national parks because the timing of the year when we're there is just not the right time to go to them or they're just out of the way or, you know, whatever reasons. Yeah. That's a better yeah. And we're, we're be better trying, tourists. But yeah, better <laughs> tourists again. Um, although what we really are, like we say, it's, uh, we're, it's, but as uh, people, residents for a short time, because we still do our, our grocery shopping and all of yeah. that basic stuff that we learn city but then we i have goals for rv to freedom too and bringing that into it where in the next year um we went at 
that free course we're bringing other courses in and we want to start doing live events because we love our community and we want to bring together some of our travel is going to be based on that too yeah so it's tricky we have we have things we're traveling to just for the stuff we do we want to make sure we hit certain things we're going to start doing more so yeah it's it's a little interesting we'll see how the next year goes we want to try not to get too on schedule that's dictated by our work um but you know you have to do what you have to do definitely looking forward to seeing those plans unfold uh so in closing i'm curious to know uh what advice or tips would you give to our listeners who want to get started, but they just uh, feel overwhelmed. Um, I know I was at the, uh, that point, uh, you know, when we left Vancouver, I was feeling so overwhelmed. We had this dream of traveling, but we didn't know where to start. And I was listening to podcasts and reading blogs. And, uh, I was just feeling so overwhelmed. So uh, now I'd like to uh, ask this question to people who've already gone on the road. What advice you give to that person who's feeling overwhelmed right now and they don't know where to start? I would say first go to RV to freedom group.com and join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And there, there you go. There's a bunch of people you can talk to and, and get ideas from. And yeah. the second is it's not that scary. It seemed really daunting. And once you've done it, all of a sudden you look back on yourself and be like, that was kind of silly how scared Everything, and nervous we were. It's, it's not difficult. It's just difficult. Yeah. It's just putting those pieces together and getting them to work. It's once you're, once you uh, have learned all that and you're to and live it, it becomes normal life and it's easy, but you know, just take a step back and breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Love you and you can do it. Um, but yeah, join a group ask questions if you really want i mean of course i mean i hate yeah. this so i don't want to always promote that but it's like well that's exactly why we have it because it helps with that you don't and, and you don't feel like you need to watch thousands of hours of video and and hope you 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 pick out every little nugget of information you so yeah shameless plug but that's what the course <laughs> is for is to help you understand why you're doing it what you want to do what does you need to make that are going to get you there the way you want to get there and just lays out all the information and then all the things you don't even know you need to pay attention to because these buy one and expect it to work perfectly for three years or so um they they need a little TLC and they need a little care because um, it's basically a manufactured home on top of and then it, you drive it through a, a earthquake every time you take it somewhere. So, you know, they, they, they get the job done. They could, then they are, but then we probably couldn't afford them if they were. So, but I, it's not that scary out here. It seems like it is different than everything. Pretty cool. And there's a lot of good support nowadays. Yeah. The internet's really pretty good. Uh, we get real good speeds in the U.S. And there's lots of... And, and being in a group or being able to ten, attend things in person helps a lot. Just being able to know that there are people out there you can ask questions of them and you, you have a support system. Yeah. 
I think that's one of the things that people, um, they, they see a lot of other thing yet, but at the end of the day, they're still alone. They still have to make decisions on their own. They may not know anyone personally who's done this before. They've know anyone. They, that's what we want to be here for. Well, you guys have mentioned your group, you've mentioned your course, your website. So uh, in closing here, why don't we uh, remind everyone how they can connect with you uh, through all those different means, uh, website, social media, the course, and more. Okay. Well, um, so we are RV to Freedom, and that's a T RV to Freedom. And so it's RV2Freedom.com. From there, you can click on the group and get to the Facebook group, and it does have a link to our course right there. But there's two, so rv2freedomgroup.com will take you directly to the Facebook group, and Roadmap to Full-Time RV takes you directly to the course. And you can find us in our Facebook group every day. On Instagram as well, under rv to freedom probably where you'll, you'll see more of the kind of, you know, when we're out there doing our day-to-day -day stuff, we'll, we'll throw up some pictures of places. Yeah. We'll come. Oh, the other thing is we, we didn't even mention, we do a live show oh, every yeah. Monday night on our, our freedom page that we, if you're in the group, you'll see it, but we talk about different topics of, about RVing. We interview different people. Um, just to again help chair the knowledge is a little cute at the end. So if we're talking about a topic, you can come and ask questions, and so you can actually get real answers to your right. listen to this talk. Yeah, you right there. And we're going over different facets of full time our being to help you get out there and help you learn about it. And if you can find all those on our Facebook page, the videos tab, but we also have them up on YouTube. If you are a YouTube kind of person. I know people spend hours on there. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to watch all the reef, they're all on YouTube under RV to freedom, free to freedom. You guys are content machines. It's incredible. All that uh, amazing content resources and support, everything from the website and blog to the social media, to the Facebook group, uh, to the weekly shows and also to the recordings of the weekly shows on YouTube. And then you've got the course and you've got your own consulting and coaching. So, Good on you, good on you guys for having all of these incredible resources to really support people uh, to overcome their fears and their insecurities and their self-doubts and just hit the road and find their own RV to freedom. So thank you guys. It was a joy and honor and a pleasure to have you, both of you on our show here today. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome, you're very welcome. Uh, so once again, I'll have the links uh, uh, right below, if you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description, rv2freedom.com, and of course, uh, the rv2freedom Facebook group and the course and et cetera. I'll have all those links below. And if you're listening on iTunes or one of the podcast directories, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so make sure you follow along uh, Brendan and Carenza. Make sure you follow us along as well. We're daddyblogger.com if you want to follow our family adventures around the world. And of course, if you want to be a digital nomad, we have a lot of support for you guys, including our courses, our podcasts, our coaching, our virtual summit, and much more. And that's all found at digitalnomadmastery.com. So thanks, everyone, and tuning out here live from Taiwan. And as they say here locally, xie xie, zai jian, and happy travels.